0: You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah.
1: Yes, guys. Hello, everyone. Positive anger number 20. I looked it up. Really? Number goddamn 20, sir. That's getting close to half a year, man. Getting close to 40. I don't know why that didn't make any sense. Um, all right, so this is Positive Anger with uh, myself, Nathan McIntosh. And uh, as sometimes, we got the man over here. Uh, the man sitting to my left. We got uh, we got uh, is, is, is John John, a.k.a. John Dirty, a.k.a. John Tired, a.k.a. John John the Teflon John, a.k.a. Whoa, there's John, a.k.a. Dr. Daddy. A.K.A. Long Legs, A.K.A. Woo, John Fatigate. John Fatigate, how are you? Yo, what's up, dude? Um, you thought there was more names coming? I, wasn't
2: there one like, "Hey, ladies." <laughs> Something. oh yeah
1: uh aka hey ladies
2: it's john <laughs> whoa oh, i like that one i like That's, that one in dr daddy a lot uh
1: dr daddy's probably my favorite one that'd be i, I just like that guy's like a wrestler you know what i mean dr daddy yeah uh or he's like a wrestling manager uh wrestling either way yeah, um
2: definitely wrestling
1: thank you for being here we are uh number 20 Everybody, we've done it. A very big day. We've goddamn well done it. I'm going to need your goddamn best here, John.
2: Oh, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the best I can. Hey, man,
1: that, what are you talking out of your... What the fuck? What, what do you that? mean? What are you talking out of your shoulders? I'm, I'm talking out the mic. What are you- out of your chest, bro. I need right out of your chest. All right. The best right. you can fucking... Go-
2: <coughs> do some breathing exercises.
1: Um, I'm just kidding. You're a good man. You do what you
2: want to do. Yeah, thanks.
1: Um... Uh, you also last, well last week what did we talk about we talked about Canada Day versus July Fourth. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I believe very controversial. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of hate mail. <laughs> did you really? Um, no. Um, uh, <laughs> insatiable thirst tweeted at me, said that he tried to comment on SoundCloud but they wouldn't let him do it. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what He's he was gonna banned. try. Yeah, they banned him. They're like, your name is ridiculous. You are never allowed to. He told me <laughs> it was. Yeah, he tried to uh, tweet something. He tweeted at me that uh, he lives in Australia, and um, he listened to the the, the cast. Um, That's great. Also, somebody uh, on the SoundCloud thing here, shall, how would you pronounce, shall heave it? Shall mm-hmm. have it. Shall have it.
2: Okay. Shall have it. Shall have it. Is this insatiable thirsts like other <laughs> he's the
1: only one listening uh, and he <laughs> just has a bunch of he's also Josh English, seven and Erica Pagan. He's just all of these people yeah um he's while well, he's commenting a bunch uh he said uh, Brian Adams is fucking awesome. Thank you, and Bruce is the bomb too. so that's it's a dead time right. Somebody actually messaged me and said that uh, Burton Cummings would be Canada's uh Bruce Springsteen. Which, you don't even know who that is?
2: Don't even know who that is. He was in is. the
1: Guess Who. You know the song? Oh, um, yeah. I love the Guess Who. These Eyes? Uh-huh. Or is that? Bert? That's Burton Cummings. Yes, that's Burton Cummings. And uh, Stand Tall. Stand tall.
2: Don't you I know fall. other Guess Who songs.
1: Well, that's him alone. That's when Burton Cummings had said, guess what? Uh, guess okay. who? Guess out. <laughs> and then he cartwheeled backwards, uh, which would be a, a backflip <laughs> or a backward <laughs> whatever the fuck. Um, and he left either way. Um, thanks to the people who listened uh, last week, Canada Day versus July Fourth. I mean, uh, uh, I really think we got it. We had it figured out. Uh, it looked like July Fourth one. Yeah,
2: fuck well, we settled that one once and for all.
1: Um, yeah. Well, we will never talk about it again until next year when we're like, okay, for serious now. <laughs> if everyone's, if every like two years they can have an article that's like, who's better, the Stones or the Beatles? I think every year we can fucking have a podcast that's
2: which yeah. day is better. I'm definitely sick of that argument. We've had it in the office here. Uh,
1: we have had it in the uh, office quickly. I say Rolling Stones. I'm gonna say that for the rest of time.
2: Yeah, well, I think Mad Dog makes a good point. You, you're you. Can't can't compare the two one's a rock band one's a pop band that's it um End that's story
1: that's fine um this is like saying you can't compare batman and superman because you really can't i they compared them 20 years before i was born do you see what i'm saying i i've just b- been brought into this world okay like i could say now if a rapper comes out today and another one comes out next week then i could go you can't compare those two but people would especially people born 20 years from now who are gonna go hey those guys are both doing sort of the same goddamn thing you know what i mean yeah, I, and it's I not the same thing. But I just, if the world before I was alive was like, we gotta go out in the parking lot and fight to the death to figure out who <laughs> the fuck is better, do you know what I mean? Then how, what am I supposed to do?
2: Okay, all right, fine. We can compare the <laughs> two. All right. <laughs> and you go Beatles, right? I, I, I've just been a big Beatles fan for a long time. I mean, I love the Stones so much, but it's a whole different experience. I mean,
1: it's a lot more fun, is what you're trying to say. It's a lot it's more. It's a lot fun. Of fun.
2: It's a lot of fun.
1: It makes parties better. Beatles makes everybody kind of sit down and cry. Well,
2: mm-hmm. not all the Beatles songs. Maybe obviously. the Beatles are better to listen to alone. How's that?
1: There you go. In a tub, waiting to die. <laughs> Same as Radiohead. I used to, you know, uh, me, and my, me and my ex-girlfriend. know um, what album
2: you're listening to. Uh,
1: me, me and my ex-girlfriend. Yeah, the Beatles aren't the saddest thing in the world, obviously. Me and my ex-girlfriend, uh, she, we used to argue about music a lot. She hated rap music, and I am a staunch advocate for most of it there's a uh-huh. whole lot of shit that's garbage um but i mean i like a lot of it so i would listen to these rap songs and she was like this is complete garbage and i was like well if fucking you know john mayer had ever done something that made me want to get out of my alcoholic house maybe i'd give a fuck about this man and we just have these arguments about it so we broke up and i started to go man maybe that was totally me and i would try i tried to listen to radiohead one time because she was into Radiohead And I, was, I started dating another girl And I was like, yo, what do you think of Radiohead? And she goes, Radiohead can suck my dick And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm never going to give it another shot again You're right, we're on the same level here And then me and her broke up
2: All right. So Is that mean, a story? Kind of, I mean I mean, look, you kind of
1: fell off I, I, don't, I was looking right in your eyes And you were, I don't know what happened
2: Well, <laughs> if, I mean, it's a, big, it's a big deal If the kind of music you like Makes the girl you're dating disgusted Yes. It's one thing if she's not into it, but if she's disgusted by it, that's a big deal.
1: Uh yeah, my girlfriend now I don't think is too much into like um, she ain't listening to Juicy J.
2: I am though, every goddamn day. But she can she can tolerate it though, right? You could play it at home and she's not like it. It's hard not to it.
1: tolerate when I blare it in every goddamn room. Well, there you you go. open up the fridge and a little Juicy J bobblehead rolls out. <laughs> um hard to hard to not tolerate it
2: as long as it's not his real head in the freezer.
1: Well, I killed Juicy J and well, put him I mean, in my freezer.
2: You, some people some fans get very, you know, into I'm going to
1: go to well, that's a weird on the 20th episode, you're going <laughs> to call me a fucking rap murderer? That's a weird thing to say. Um, what have you been doing this week, man? What the fuck have you been up to?
2: Um, well, uh, I was actually here last night um, drinking till really late with uh, with our guest today.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, I guess I can talk about that. What the, so what, I'm pretty hungover. Today, we are going to talk about drinking. Um... A lot of thoughts. I used to drink uh, a ton. I stopped when I was about 19. A big
2: rum and coke guy, right?
1: Rum and coke, rum, pineapple juice, vodka, cranberry. Uh, Never a beer guy. It was straight to as hard as humanly possible, as early as humanly possible. So yeah, we're going to talk about that with uh, the beautiful Mike Cannon, who hosts uh, Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole on uh, this very fine network. One of our
2: favorite shows. On this uh, network
1: Yes um, mm-hmm. So he's gonna come in We're gonna talk drinking It's great that you drank With him last night mm-hmm. um, We're gonna do it today Fuck it we're gonna, Let's get just drunk On this uh, On the 20th episode As a, as a weird we should celebration have To ourselves should've done yeah. that I only I mean, thought of it Right now Yeah, Should've brought in a, I, I had a couple drinks The other day I don't rum drink here. Hold
2: on yeah. Do you have rum In the building Of course It's, it's, it's a comedy club There's a full bar Oh yeah Well, the rum you could drink What about Cocaine I mean we have guys We can call are they <laughs> Again, it's a comedy club. Are they you?
1: Can you call a guy I don't know anything about cocaine. Can you call a guy at 2 in the afternoon and get cocaine of or course. is it like a late
2: night type deal? Of course. No, they probably prefer to do it during the day. Did you
1: ever call um, did you ever have a bootlegger?
2: A bootlegger, like, yeah. for booze? Yes. What, what's the point of that? <clears throat>
1: Weekends, holidays, when you can't get no fucking... You can uh, get booze
2: anytime you want in this town. This well, New York.
1: towns I've, I'm from, you can't. That's true. Okay. An old bootlegger come up in a goddamn 93 Cutlass Sierra. <laughs> uh, $20 for a pint of rum. You don't even say pint, do you, of rum? You be no. like a Mickey. This ignorant fucking country. <laughs> um, <laughs> get better measurements for your fucking shit. I'll get a, a quarter mile of uh, gin, please. That's just very stupid thing that I've said on the twentieth episode. I'm gonna announce a million times that this is the twentieth episode. Um What the hell happened this goddamn week? Uh uh I oh I gotta get um, get my Chihuahua fixed. Oh really? Tiny little baby dog, yeah. She gotta uh, get fixed. Female, okay. Super female, man. Yeah. The vagina so, and everything.
2: Re, okay. So when put, she's in heat, is she just like rubbing herself all over? Is that what you got to do it? No, her
1: just... vagina just gets goddamn big and weird and really? just, just fucking, you know, weird stuff everywhere. Like,
2: how weird? Like swollen or <sighs> something?
1: Like ha- Picture a, a 4.5 pound uh, dog made of cold steel and sex appeal uh-huh. with <laughs> a vagina that is sort of the size of her hind leg it's very weird and you take her outside and she's looking at big dogs like you want this the big dogs are like you're way too small uh but i'll do it i will yeah. run over there and do it um i was gonna get her fixed this morning actually but I was looking at. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine. He was saying, if you go to like just a humane society, whatever, you can get it done way cheaper. I was about to pay four hundred dollars this morning uh-huh. to have a uterus hauled out of a dog. Can I also tell that you actually that actually
2: sounds cheap to me?
1: Four hundred? Yeah. I made for a,
2: surgery, that's a big.
1: deal. I made another appointment for ninety-two dollars.
2: At the humane society? Yes. Oh wow, that's great. So that's a fucking great...
1: I really? don't want to I'll tell you this: I don't want to have her goddamn uterus pulled out every time that I look at her. I because you can't tell her. What's gonna happen? I can't reason with her to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't go, yo, in two weeks from now, your fucking little stomach... Sh- I just have to pet her and pretend everything's cool.
2: Well, they're gonna put her out, right?
1: Sure, but then she's gonna wake up and look at me and go, "You are the one." You're gonna oh, have a little call on her neck, up, man.
2: You gotta give her drugs. I just don't want to give a little guy. can call the coke guy. He's probably got those drugs. That's for funny. Him.
1: I'll get my little Chihuahua on cocaine. I like saying cocaine. <laughs> well, not
2: cocaine, but I mean, he's got a lot of stuff. I mean, uh, sure. Just, just bumping I'm Hollywood. Just I don't know.
1: Um, that's what we should have done. We should bump some Hollywoods on this uh on the 20th, uh the 20th episode, listening to uh Bob Seeger's Hollywood nights. Oh, great, yeah. I love Hollywood Bob Seeger. Hollywood nights. Saw him live. He's great. Really? Hollywood, yes. Yeah. My favorite song in the world is uh Someday Lady You'll Accompany Me. Legitimately, favorite song on the planet. Motherfucker didn't sing it. Three encores, this ignorant prick. Not one, and I'm just like, come on! I know, I know do it.
2: Would he didn't. He,
1: anyways, he did other songs. He I, did all,
2: like all like Main Street and all that. Uh, kind of stuff.
1: he did Main Street. We've got tonight. He did Turn the Page. Oh, like he did it. the whole fucking Bruce We've Springsteen came out and I love We've Got Tonight. Well, uh, Bruce Springsteen came out and sang uh, um, of uh, Old Time Rock and Roll, which I think is one of his worst songs. Yeah. Even though it's like the super mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like uh, either way, what the fuck are we twentieth episode, everybody? Uh, we're going to be talking drinking, because that's what we should be doing on this thing. Uh, quickly, as we do, I do a thing. Uh, this is the 20th one or 19th? I don't think we started them on the first one. Um, le Jazz Rant. The rant of jazz. The rant over le jazz. Jazz rant.
2: Um, this segment. week, what were you going to say? Great segment. It's my favorite segment.
1: Um Hey, right next to uh, Whose Shoes Are Bigger, this is the best segment on the show. <laughs> this is pretty much the the segment we have, and then there's a guest.
2: <laughs> there's three segments of the show.
1: That's true, if you want to break it down into segments. Uh, you know what we should have did for the 20th yeah. episode? 20 segments. Wow. A I mean, lot if you of come segments, all, right? I mean, well, think about it. We, Which centipede is bigger? The
2: first segment we, we debated the Beatles versus the Stones. Whose shirt is tighter? Okay. Fuck. I you know what I'm trying one. to say? Who's, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I thought I said that backwards. Mm. Um, will LeBron James be a hero again? Okay. the segment, and then for that one, we each go outside we And shoot threes. for that yeah, um, no, we're gonna take this out to the streets, okay, the podcast is going live. We're gonna get in a cab and go to fucking the Rucker and just start shooting Jays.
2: all right, I does mean, that make any sense? I think I can yeah I can all right
1: and... <sighs> I got no attention, span. I'm gonna go into the goddamn, okay, so um jazz ran quickly, so. Uh, on July 4th, um, Sir Kanye West was doing a show in London, and he did a 14-minute rant. Um, in between songs, people booed him, as they do. People screamed that they wanted just music. Um, he ranted in tune, which I thought was uh, sort of interesting. Um, I, <clears throat> this, I, I just don't understand really why... First of all, I will say this. I absolutely love Kanye West. Think the man's fucking great. He's done nothing but make good music for 10 years. And every once in a while, he'll say something interesting. For some crazy reason, this is the the worst thing that has ever happened. This is the worst thing a rapper has ever done. Uh, In the rant, he was like, hey guys, we're all awesome. You're all awesome. People are booing. What the fuck is wrong with that? Why can't a man who makes good music every once in a while just look at the crowd and go, hey guys, we're all wicked. There's a lot of rappers not doing any of that. There's a lot of rappers that are just like, Hey, look to your left. If you see tits, fuck those tits. And we're all like, yeah, fuck those tits. Nobody boos that. But as soon as a person's like, hey, we're all good. We're all like, boo, you ignorant fuck. Suck your own dick, Kim Kardashian lover. I like everything Kanye's done. I wish he would have punched Taylor Swift when he walked onto the fucking stage. I like all these goddamn rants. Rant it up! Makes sense, I got a thing called a jazz rant. Um, I just think it's funny in terms of like, here's the thing with Kanye. We really, truly hate when somebody who is good at something says they're good. That is a, a huge affront to the planet. If you're bad, you can say you're good. We call that confidence. If you're good and you don't speak of it, We call it humble. If you're bad and say you're bad, we call that sad. And if you're good and you say you're good, we call you an arrogant cocksucker who should be murdered today with all of the knives on the planet. Every car should back over your head twice and your kids should be drowned. Of you. It's very weird. If you're good, you're not allowed to say it. It's very strange to me. Kanye West is great. People gotta stop booing this fucking man. You know, there's rappers that go on stage and don't even put words together. Has any have you have you ever actually listened to a French Montana or, or Two Chainz song? They, I, I, Two Chainz in one song rhymed bread with couch. There's there's no fucking booze for that. It's some of the most ridiculous shit on the planet. People are just like this is great. Music. Love it. Anyways, I think Kanye West is great. I hope these rants keep coming. Man, it's fucking awesome. Um, Alright, well, that was the Jesmarine. On the 20th episode of Positive Anger with John John, the Teflon John. I'm gonna take a quick break right now uh, and coming back with the beautiful Mike Cannon to talk about drinking. Good god damn. We are back after a two and a half year break. Am I right, John John? I had a kid. You had a sex change?
2: The kid died. Oh, the
1: kid died during your sex change? My kid was performing your sex change, and look what happened. It died. It's a weird way to... Reopen the twentieth episode. Kids dying, not what happened. Uh, we are back here, positive anger with a very good friend of mine on the twentieth episode. Wait, which episode is it? <laughs> which episode is it? Which episode is it? It's the twentieth episode. <laughs> um, thank you so much for paying attention, everybody, and continuing to do so in the studio right now. We got again the man sitting to my left, and good friend of mine, Sir Mike. Canon! I
0: feel like I'm on the hip-hop station in Kansas. Like, I feel like you're air-warning and saying the whitest shit in America.
1: Hey, everybody! Uh, if you want to get down there and get some khakis, they are on sale! Uh, yes, uh, this is... Uh, well, you know, I'm trying to make this show as marketable as humanly possible, and I figured if I... um do a little bit of that maybe I'll get a little Kansas radio action a little
0: bit of everything you got the auto tune uh huh that's pretty good you have uh, your own rant and, on pop culture yes which is pretty good jazz which nobody likes so that might not be pretty marked <laughs> the only not- thing
1: i fuck to is jazz <sighs> really the only thing i take my dick out to i don't even get naked in my bathroom to shower unless jazz is blaring
0: <laughs> through the air vents you're the, the woman must feel like you're convulsing on hey. top of her if you're going to any sort of rhythm let me ask you this what woman what you're just humping your mattress <laughs> these pillows need to get fucked <laughs> did you ever do that as a kid just h- hump your pillow until it felt good enough oh to come? i really wish that wouldn't have come up yeah. yes yeah. i
1: actually one time i Fucked a stuffed animal. I yeah? can't you can't not bring it up on this goddamn podcast. I was a kid, man. I was a kid and oh, uh yeah.
2: I think that's kind of normal. Some, Is it, yes, because no, sometimes
1: I, you gotta cut
0: a hole in the let bottom me tell of Rux.
1: When I was a kid and it was a it was a <laughs> I feel I felt horrible about that as a kid. Just <sighs> pounding away and then as soon as it's over, I'm like, I'm the I'm the weirdest, worst kid on the was fucking it, planet. Yeah, you, was you feel a that Catholic about everything. Guilt? Exactly. No, not Catholic guilt. It was just, it was just weird. Just, I've always had weird anxiety. it was was kind of bestiality
0: sure yeah well it's it's toyality i when i was 13 years old i built my own pocket pussy because i think like the internet had just you know gotten itself available in my home and uh i i learned and researched and you had to just like fold over soccer socks and then put like a garbage bag in and then i used like my sister's foot cream and that was i I felt (laughs) no shame about it whatsoever i actually felt some you know some pride did you tell your friends about it though no, but yeah. I did I was the first one to masturbate to completion. I thought the purpose of masturbation was just to get yourself hard and marvel yep, yep, at yep, it. Yep, yep, yep. And then I came I, I my mom got me a book like What's Happening to My Body. Yeah. It said you keep going. I tried it out, went into German class the next day, I go, yo, Rob, you keep going. And yep. he was like, fuck
1: you. How and then he uh, did it.
0: How horrified were you the first time?
1: I was so scared when it actually finished. I was like, what in the hell has happened here? I was
0: horrified. It's jarring, because it's like a sneeze and a fart quality that you've never felt like it's the same time. It's just a lot to happen at once, especially when you've never experienced it before. And when
1: you're a tiny little kid. And also, I felt, I don't know about you, I feel I grew into my dick. Yeah. I feel my dick was bigger You're... when I was like 12 14. I was a tiny little kid with a ju- with a dick, like a, a big dick. So yeah, your that's dick like... had an
0: awkward face. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had an awkward face <laughs> with my dick. I'm
1: holding my dick looking at it like I am too small for this dick. And then it, I grew into it. Now it's just a regular.
2: But that's like you know when you you think about like your childhood, like where you grew up and everything seems so huge and everything. And then you go back to visit your old house. It's like this tiny little thing. That, like, yeah. yeah. I think that's probably what happened to you.
1: so You're saying if I went back
2: to
0: visit my dick, it'd be a tiny it'd be little this
2: baby dick, tiny there little fucking nub. Um, that's it. Probably it'd also, true. be
0: weird if you, as an adult, went <laughs> to see you as a child naked. Well, let me
1: tell you this: if I ever get a time machine, that's the only thing I'm going to go do. Let me see if I can, If my dick was actually that big, yeah. <laughs> 1999. That's just, what yeah. iPhones
0: are perfect now, kids can document the size of their dick in case oh they're
1: feeling God. insecure true.
2: about it <laughs> that's right i
1: just thought about it it is true you can just take a picture of your dick every year yeah like the little chart on the wall that parents have sometimes <laughs> yeah, in do a time in
0: lapse. like sandlot yeah, yeah exactly. those videos of the dad that takes a picture of his daughter for the first 17 years of her life just do that with your dick
1: um we can do that um let's do that okay. let's document this podcast
0: done What episode is this?
1: (laughs) This episode is number 20, and if you are in Little Rock, Arkansas, you can get down for a vanilla latte, $2. I'm just trying to think of the whitest things that I could possibly say. Um, I wanted to talk about drinking. Yeah, because it's a thing I used to do a fuck ton of. Yeah, um, you're a good man, I thought to bring in for this. Yeah, I'm a big drinker. Um, I do enjoy it. Yeah, and you drink now, right? Because you know, I do. We were talking about being 13. That was the first time I ever got drunk, and I got
0: like wow. legitimately drunk. Um, like, like old man drunk. Old man, river drunk. <laughs> See, I didn't start drinking until it was like 2021. So my girlfriend says I'm in like the high school maturity of yes. drinking. Yeah. Or like like a freshman in college. So I'm still... I'm so, I mean, I hit the ground fucking running. yeah, I, I I enjoyed alcohol pretty quickly, and then, you know, it branched off into other things. <laughs> what kept you from uh, drinking till then? Sports. I was a basketball player and and my dad was a was is an alcoholic, however that phrasing goes. And uh, you know, I just oh, I, I'm not gonna perpetuate the cycle. I'm gonna break it off. And then I was like, oh, wait a second. That's his disease. I can actually manage this shit. See,
1: I got the opposite. no sports and no dad. So it's like, where do you turn? Well,
0: he's not around, but you know. Oh, shit, no? My dad? Yeah. No, he's a giant sack of shit. We've had this conversation several times.
1: Oh, God, but have we had it on the 20th episode? (laughs) Um, No, you're 100% right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have had that conversation. My dad drank too, and he wasn't around.
0: Really? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, my dad was around. he He was around, but he drank, and then he was like... He pretty much was a dry drunk because he would go to AA, but he didn't do therapy or Mm -hmm. anything like that. So, you know, everybody, we grew up thinking anybody that held a beer was an alcoholic. So we had a very unhealthy image of alcohol in my house. If you touched it, you're a fucking degenerate. That's how it was. And then so I grew up with that guilt and that sort of rationalization. Mm -hmm. And it took me a little while to be like, wait a second. Like, people can be adults about this. People can have a good time. It just so happens he has this, uh, him and, you know, a large portion of my other family have this debilitating disease that they just can't do it. They have a, a, an allergy to alcohol. Wow. I,
1: I did the same sort of thing. Like I would I would I I only knew how to go full tilt because that's what everybody in my family did. I had to learn at like 21, 22 how to casually drink because right. I was going to parties and people were like, yo, we're drinking. I'm like, sweet. I would show up with a quart of rum and by 10 o'clock I'm laying on the floor and I look up and people are like, casually holding a drink, swirling it, having a conversation. <laughs> I remember being carried into bars. The way that people get carried out because that's the only way I knew how to drink. Yeah. And I had to finally learn like, hey, man, you can just have like two drinks maybe or a drink. Yeah. (laughs) It's not a, this isn't a, uh, uh, this is a, what do you call this? A marathon? It's not a sprint?
0: Yeah. A couple years ago for for Halloween, I got kind of propped up uh, into a bar. Like I went to a bar. I had taken uh, Molly and I had drank about 20 beers and I had some shots of absinthe. So, and I was dressed like a pedophile's victim. Like, that That was my fucking... How do you
1: dress as a pedophile's so, victim? So th-
0: this is how it started. The year prior to that, I was a pedophile. I had a MySpace t-shirt. I cut shorts really high. I wore black socks and, like, dress shoes and smeared lipstick on my lips. Real creepy, right? The next year, I was like, the only way to top that was to be his victim. So I had one of my Little League jerseys. Jesus. I put that on. I cut these little sweatpants into tidy booty shorts. Uh-huh. Uh, I painted the back of them blood red and stapled uh-huh. a condom to oh, my oh, ass oh my god.
2: god yeah
0: so that's how i walked up to this bar and the bar uh, the bouncer told me to leave the island of manhattan that's funny <laughs> he goes, he's like no seriously leave the island of manhattan that's great so i went home with like almost you know drunks usually kind of fight that sort of thing i was like hey you're probably right and i just went home and my buddies partied went to bed and later on that night i had a bunch of my friends sleep over in the living room and i uh, i got out of bed to go to the bathroom but i didn't make it to walking i just started army crawling down the hallway mm-hmm. got into the living room where all my friends were sleeping got into their air mattress was on all fours didn't wake any of them up just started pissing in the bed my buddy spess woke up and he goes dude dude what the fuck are you doing and this is how sad comics are or maybe just me personally where i was like Listen, I just want to make people laugh <laughs> while pissing his bed. Yeah, <laughs> and that's you know that was that was a bottom for me. And what? How old were you then? I was probably like twenty three.
1: See, this is what they, this is why I want to talk about this too because I really think the drinking age should be lowered. Yeah, because. I, I I never pissed a bed, but I mean I was that kind of drunk. And also I don't I never dressed as a pedophile's victim. But <laughs> what? Um, I know I never I've never reached that level of Captain Morgan's. Uh, <laughs> what's that slogan? You and the captain make it happen. Yeah. Pedophile victim. <laughs> I quickly I've said this before, but I always thought like you you dressed as a pedophile with black socks and sandals. I always thought it was funny to watch to catch a predator. And see these guys thinking they're coming over. Like, because in their mind, they're going to a date. Right. They're the worst dressed human beings on the planet. <laughs> they're wearing like old arcade fire t shirts and fucking dirty jeans. It's yeah. weird. But you're going to fuck something. Right. Try, get a shower.
0: You think so? You think if they address different? See, I think they're always going with like almost strip club apparel. Like they're going in the sweatpants, so like you know they could just brush up against the kid God. or something. I've like never that been that God. guy to
1: go. I, I, I've dressed up to go to strip clubs.
0: Put a suit and tie on. Have you really? Fuck yeah. What strip clubs are you going... You're not going to all nude, CD joints then? Because yes, been to... I am. I've in... been to fucking knife wound places. Uh,
1: I've <laughs> been to places where you get padded down, but I'm not going to any in America. I don't care. I don't think it's. I, it, I think it's. This is another alcohol related thing. I think it's insane that a woman can't get naked if alcohol is in the room. That, that, right, land of the free, home of the brave. My dick. Why, how the well, fuck that's a state
2: can... to state thing too. Sure. Do, a...
0: do you really think that's insane? You see yes. how these fucking animals. No, behave, see, this is no. In bars have... with fully clothed go women. Go to
1: Canada and go to a strip club. It's yeah. naked dollar lap dance. Clubs, and... right? Super right. No, not dollar. Not dollar. You I thought get...
0: in Montreal you get a dollar lap dance from a bus stop woman? Not at a... I don't know. Club. That's the dollar
1: $10, $10 or 20 usually. Okay. Um, 20 is the going rate, I feel like. 20 is the going rate to uh, watch a woman grind her business on your business while Juicy J, another shout out, is... Uh, or this podcast, the 20th episode, is <laughs> blaring in the background. Um, but yeah, they're naked and there's drinks um, and nobody's freaking out. It's the, it's the mildest places in the universe. It's not Mexico where there's women fucking a donkey and there's also some guy Pushing her face into some, but weird...
0: that's, thats the precedent that was set immediately, right? Like now, if America went straight up all nude and booze was included, we've gotten such a fucking into such a ravenous frenzy that I don't think it would be safe. It doesn't make if, any if, sense. If, to but me. if you start that from the beginning, then you're kind of used to it. I, now, I, if you, sure, if you roll back the clock, but see, I right, don't know do where. You, do you know what I mean? I don't know I how mean,
1: Canada started. I don't know what the what the. I don't know what their you don't first know the
0: history of strip clubs. Yeah, in Canada? I don't
1: know. The John J. Strip Clubs <laughs> started strip clubs in 1907, and he was like. Tits and booze do not mix. Vagina's pleasant. Drink a pineapple juice. Um, I don't know how he started it. You That's know a what I mean?
0: Fantastic colonial Canadian accent.
1: Thank you, 1906. <laughs> and if you would like to see him live, run down to the museum here in uh, Nebraska. <laughs> I'm going to get on all these super white hip hop races. The poles were made of birch. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> um, uh, I think, though, that the drinking age should be lowered. Because to me, it's insane that. You, can drink, you can't drink through high school, correct? Right. When it doesn't matter. High school is completely useless, <laughs> but they'll let you drink through college, which is so much money, especially in this country. So much money, and actually matters. They're like, hey man, what'd you pay to get here? $60,000 uh, on your books were how much? How about some beer? Right. It's weird. It doesn't make any sense to me. You should be able to drink before that.
2: Well, yeah. like what age? How, how, how much would you lower 18. it? 18. But then that is drinking in college then.
0: What, what? Yeah, I mean, that's still that's still at the end of high school, but I'll I even I'll do you one better. Maybe even 16. Sure. Just for, just for the simple fact of safety, because kids are going to fucking drink whether or not you're going to allow them to or not. They're going to find access to alcohol, especially since that's a more acceptable drug than pot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's in their homes and, you know, presented in a wide open fashion, so they're going to have alcohol. But if you get kicked out of a bar at 16 years old because you're underage, you're just going to go buy 40s from some sketchy individual and go to a park and risk rape and or murder and or robbery there's
1: a lot of there's a lot of rape with you mike cannon um but i just I know where drink. i used to hang out <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i used to drink
0: in the woods and i don't think anybody we weren't
1: gonna get but i know what you mean we instantly went to the woods that's yeah. what we did we used to stash cold 45 under trees you ever had a piss warm cold 45 Whoa!
2: It's the worst. It's not much worse. Dear God! Any malt liquor warm is ho- I used it's to, horrible. I used to
0: drink uh, 140 of old in college. I used to drink 140 of Oldie in the shower, and then 140 of Oldie while I was getting dressed, and then I would go out and party. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, that was. That was the height of it. And you were doing that
1: in your 20s, though. See, I was doing that type of shit when I was like 15, 16. Yeah,
0: exactly. See, that's the thing. I, you know, it, And I think everybody else got kind of excited by my level of enthusiasm. Because yes. it was brand new, and everybody else was like, Yeah, we'll fucking get fired up with this kid. And we would just show up to parties and black out and just projectile vomit places. We were just like a crew of maniacs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and plus, you know, where I grew up, my <laughs> town, we're all... We're all pretty much heavy drinkers because just yep. you know all of our friends have died, so we have to you know we have to deal with it somehow. So we could you know we kind of hit it hard. You know Tim, he's he's the co-host of my uh of my yep. podcast, and we you know it's it's the culture of our town mm-hmm. to really like you know mask feelings with alcohol. Same
1: same as mine, man. Everybody in the family, everybody. It's it's a pirate ship where I'm from. I say it all the time. You go downtown to Halifax and it's just rum and people having a good time, and that's just what I grew up in. But I think drinking young. Got me out of the idea of uh, not wasting four or five years of my 20s, but but going hard in a time when you should almost be focusing on right life past yeah. this point. You know there what I mean? There are people
0: that create things in their 20s. Yeah. Like, I did not do any of that. I created some pretty cool stories. Like, you know, I have I have fun stories that, you know, I'll have to be even prompted for them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not very good at just, like, if you're like, give me a drunk story, I'd be like... Pfft. Like I don't fucking have one for you Yeah. But if somebody was here that like Or brought up a topic that I could remember Then I can kind of go into it But those memories are you know I think what make people interesting Sure Like I, I like that kind of shit I would rather that <laughs> than you know Develop Google
2: Yeah you, you need like a period of your life To just kind of go insane I yeah, feel Yeah yeah I yeah mean, I mean what you're saying is very valid Get it out like when it doesn't matter Because you know? like
1: what you're saying It's gonna happen You cannot stop people from yeah. You know what we used to do When we couldn't get alcohol We would go to the liquor store Stand out front And ask people to buy it for us yeah, there is nothing sadder than adults looking at a fifteen-year-old in the face and and lose. It. They're like, "You're a fucking kid." Yeah, they don't even entertain the idea. They just look at you and they're like, "You're a fucking kid," and we're like, "Can you please not bring the heat to us? Just just leave, and we'll ask somebody else." <laughs> just z-
0: zero empathy for when they were in that exact exactly. position. It's bullshit because we
1: asked men and they'd freak out, and we go, "Okay, well,
0: we'll ask a woman. They'll probably be cool."
1: Women freak out more. Oh
0: no, yeah, because they're, they're caregivers. They don't want to see any child hurt.
1: Yeah,
2: you know. So then the,
1: we wouldn't we, you know. Then then you get the weed, and then here we,
0: you're doing it anyway. You
2: know yeah. what I
1: mean? You what? You don't think? Do you think that drinking age should be lowered?
2: I think it should be eighteen
1: yeah that's Quebec baby that's Alberta baby I, I mean it, you know the,
0: the, I think the most famous argument is like if you can go to war you should be able to have a fucking beer yeah. and you know
1: what's crazy is that argument is said so much that it's like cliche yeah when legitimately it's a good argument of
0: course it is yeah literally they'll give
1: you a gun and tell you to kill other people yeah but you can't even drink in your own place I, I, again it, it's cliche to say it, but but how how is that not a valid argument yeah. or sure. you can
0: go to the Middle East in that war and score heroin and get yes. hooked up <laughs> with that you know, the black, but fuck you the with black Budweiser tar,
1: yeah the black back to our
0: baby 90% of the world's fucking heroin comes from the Middle East it's a fact
1: ah man I love chasing the dragon you know what I mean and uh I I do (laughs) cold (laughs) (laughs) August
0: morning that's one I've never done I just I I couldn't allow myself I you know it's got to be the best drug on earth it has to be
1: I don't believe that I'll tell you the only reason I don't think it is is because it's not uh and I mean I don't know I'm saying I don't know but it's not romanticized the way that other ones are When you see somebody doing heroin in a movie or something, usually they're laying on a bathroom floor in their own piss,
0: Yeah,
1: uh, waiting, like there's a light flickering, there's a needle in their arm. It doesn't look
0: good. But don't you think that might be part of the psyche they're trying to portray? Because, I mean, some of the best fucking music, you guys were just talking about the Rolling Stones and the Beatles, just like, you know, Led Zeppelin, just some of that stuff it's come from heroin some of the best rock and roll ever has just come straight from the fingertips of the dragon
1: um sure can i also say though that some of the best music has come from completely sober living who I know, man. <laughs> Christian rock agro- across this great nation. <laughs> um, the, the the NSYNC.
0: I would say I, they, <laughs> they were not sober. Bad first all. streets, bad, a- all right. Apparently Justin Timberlake. They, they were all I know, like, but I'm referencing them too. They were all doing rails on private jets. Britney of Spears course. was doing coke at 16 on her private jet. Was she really? Yeah, that was part of the story that like, you know, during her meltdown, people were like, oh, wait, she's been doing drugs for a while.
1: Well, you get that kind of level of fame. You're definitely drinking. You know, what's crazy, though, is that, again, alcohol is worse than alcohol. A lot of times, then definitely weed. That's another one that's yeah. cliche to say. And for yeah. whatever reason, y- you just can't talk about it. But I mean, yeah. In actuality, alcohol is marketed to us every single day as if, even in commercials, they're like, look at these foreign guys. They're going into a bar. They grab a bud. Here comes tits. They're going to fuck these tits. (laughs) Look at these tits. They never, there's never a commercial or ad that's like, hey man, you might drink a whole bunch of rum and piss your friend's air mattress or punch your, a friend of mine almost, me and a friend of mine almost fought in the street one day because he said something to me, I said something else, and then he goes, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? We almost fist fought because of rum. Old, you know what I mean?
0: There's but, no Buffalo Wild Wings commercial that shows the guy that's too shit-faced at the, at the um, table just creeping out the waitress. Yes. You know what I mean? Like just smelling her hair or yes! something like that. That's never a commercial. <laughs> never. Yeah, where it's like, all right, maybe leave Buffalo Wild Wings Dude, if you're in that state.
1: I once was at a bar with my ex-girlfriend. I, loaded. I had to get carried in. Like, I, uh, no, he's not drunk. His legs are broken. I carried in the door. <laughs> and I sit in a corner. She went to get some drinks. And I'm watching people play pool. I'm just watching the pool game. Apparently, there was two hot girls playing pool. Swear to you, I did not notice that. Right. She comes over to me. She goes, what the fuck are you staring at? And I go, I'm, I'm watching people play pool. Bullshit. You're looking at this girl's ass. You're looking at this girl's ass. So now me and her are out front screaming at each other. <laughs> screaming at each other. And then there was no... Uh, Hey, Smirnoff. There was yeah. no commercial at yeah. the end of that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. always, oh my God, look at P Diddy. He's got a fucking private jet. Don't you want to have a private jet? But then everybody talks about weed as if it's this fucking twisted, demented, goddamn thing.
0: Booze is one of the worst things for relationships, I think possible. I think mushrooms is probably the best thing for a relationship, and booze is the worst because it always it amplifies shit. It is the catalyst of miscommunication. Sure. Because you just <laughs> miss certain words, and you're just like, why? <laughs> and then you yeah. have your ape brain where you're like, me no understand. You get me jealous smash. too. Yeah. yeah, it's just like it's ridiculous. It's your entire id and the negativity just coming out of you, mm-hmm. and it just fucking hits the other person's caveman brain. So and then and, you know,
1: and then you get a bunch of people together
0: in a room who yeah. are strangers who yeah. are all going through this same thing together. Yeah, it's insanity
1: that this has even been allowed to be legal, and it's yeah. crazy that that's allowed to be legal. But a thing like weed, shrooms, whatever. Personally, I mean, I think legalize them all. We'll, 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 I'm, the, I'm right there with we'll you. We'll see what the fuck happens. I don't yeah, think it'd educate, be- Educate and then, it'd be, you know,
0: survival of the fittest.
1: I don't think it'd be crazy. People think it'd be like the purge. Like, so right, you right. Let people do cocaine. It's just a guy with a fucking M16 mowing down everybody on his street. That's not what would happen. The,
0: the countries are escaping me, but there are countries in like Europe, I believe, that, that have legalized everything. Crime has gone down. Drug rate has gone down. It's just, just, just provide the information Dude. for the citizens and then say, hey, you're a human being of, you know, you figure it out. If yeah. you want to throw your life away, then yeah. you'll do heroin. But, you know, that this is the thing that, like, once
1: you're allowed to do stuff, now as an adult, right, right now I can go into the store, get as much alcohol as I can possibly carry, go get loaded constantly. I don't do that. Why? Because I can't. And I've already kind of done it. It's the same argument I have with, like, when women are like, oh, I don't want to do anal. Like, listen, if your boyfriend really wants to do anal, do it. And then watch soon as he's like, ah, I don't care anymore. Once you yeah. tell somebody they can't do something, it's the only thing they want to do. Yep, so true. But once you let a person in your anal cavity, yeah. eventually they're gonna go. Eh, the vagina still pretty good.
0: Also, it, first of all, it's much better. Second much of all, better. second of all, which is a, better? Well, which is better? A vagina. Vagina. Yeah, yeah. It's kind. Well, it's, it's like get this night and day. No,
1: it's not even a debate. B- okay, because podcast I'll... number twenty one, what's better,
0: <laughs> anal or vagina? But uh, I think <laughs> if a girl wants to scare a guy away from doing anal or or doing it multiple times, <laughs> thank you. For for that. No problem. Um they should be two into it. Like, they should act like, yeah, fucking stuff my butt. Like, be like real grossly like, that's my shit. Then the guy will be like, all right, I think, you know, we've had enough of this. Sure. But that's the thing.
1: Once you're not allowed to do it, sort of, and as a teen and all that kind of stuff, you run into a lot of like, I'm not doing that, I'm not doing that. You're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And then once it does happen, you're like, oh, yeah, it's just a thing and that's it.
0: Yeah. You know what I I mean? Dude, I I watched, the first time I saw 300, I was drinking Jameson with like a bunch of friends. This is anal. (laughs) It's it's the worst decision you could possibly make. Never watch a movie that that like fires you up like gladiator or something like that while drinking whiskey because i blacked out came out of the blackout and i was fighting my biggest friend like big, and like i hit him and then he headbutted me and put me out again mm-hmm. like just unconscious and i woke up and i was like what the fuck and they're like yeah we watched 300 and you guys just got into a spartan fight in our living room <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah man i brutal. i
1: i i've never actually fist fought anybody with alcohol i have screamed on the phone and in person At women I've dated. I have left angry fucking messages. Oh, yeah. Because me and the captain were making it happen. Yeah. And I was just dialing, and my sober girlfriend is like, listen, you're drunk. Keep enjoying wherever the fuck you are. I am not. And then yeah, I'm like, I'm not that drunk. I fucking love you. And she's like, leave me alone. And then I'll hang up and go. She told me to leave her alone. What the fuck's wrong with her? And then the next message Who's she with? Yeah, and then the next (laughs) message is, you know what? Fuck you, you fucking bitch. I don't care. Blah blah blah. Then I'll be calm again. And then I'm just losing my mind. Weed, I've never I've never called anybody and screamed at them.
0: No. I've gotten, uh, like, I've gotten worried that they're mad at me. Yes. Like, that's, a, but that's about it. That just makes you more empathetic toor- and, like, kind of sensitive towards what's going on. uh uh-huh. people, people, like, are actually mad at you a lot of the time, but you're not sensitive to it, and you also don't give a shit. Like, if you gave off a vibe of, like, kind of, like, uh, maybe it's not even me, but it's something, mm-hmm. on weed, I might be actually more perceptive of that. That, that vibe exists somewhere. Yeah. So, like, you know, it, it might not be paranoia. It might just be more access to the truth that even that person is not aware of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I think. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. I but you've really thing. never gotten into a fist fight while drunk?
1: No, I've only been involved in two fights and it was not being drunk. Yeah. I used to get like... I, I wouldn't really get angry drinking. Also, here's another thing. I was drinking hard because I was just... I mean, same sort of deal. You came from a town. was all fucked up. Like, my dad yeah. wasn't around. I wasn't drinking to have a good time. I was literally yeah. drinking... Only realized this years later to completely destroy the Nathan that is Nathan. So I had an ulcer when I was like fucking 15. I'd take these giant pills. My stomach's still all fucked up. Like if if I have like a bunch of hot sauce and shit... My stomach's like your tum-tum hurts. My tum-tum Jones <laughs> I um, caused
0: a 60 a 60 person brawl in the uh in a parking lot of a <laughs> of a bar once. It was another Halloween actually. This is when I lived at home. Me and my like Did you actually touch a kid this time? Is yeah, that what I... <laughs> it, this, that's actually I, I fucked the bar owner's kid right on the table. But no <laughs> the, we all dressed up. We are we're like I am a meathead. Well, he's cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's looking at me funny. <laughs> that's disgusting. But yeah, we you know, I'm I'm like an ex meathead or or at least an athlete. And my buddies are definitely fucking meatheads So we went like kind of dressed like Jack Bowers It was so cheesy It was like six of us We walk in We're like kind of the hit of the party initially Everybody's like Yeah, we're fired up Everybody's having a good time Then like some weird sort of vibe turned Like the hatred for us started to grow I think we started like kind of picking up too many girls And we were outside And or I was outside And I was smoking a cigarette and this kid, I don't even remember what he said, so it couldn't have been that, you know, that hurtful. But he said something to me. I know. Oh, and like my buddy goes, "Yo, Mike, why are you so pissed?" I was like, "This fucking asshole just said something to me." And he heard that, and he goes, "What?" And then I walk up to him. Crow hop punch him in the face. He smashed into a car. Sixty people, literally sixty, emptied into this fucking parking lot and just started beating the piss out of each other. Man. It was cops came an entire college from across the street also came over to there's fight some, people. There's nothing
2: better than a, a big bar brawl, in my opinion, when you're drunk. Yeah. It's a lot of fun.
0: It as long as you don't get seriously injured yeah. like you know it's like that a tell joke about drunk driving what's the worst that can happen you hit into another drunk driver you both get out and high five like that's <laughs> that's yeah. the best, you know if that was the reality of drunk fighting and drunk driving that would be fantastic but i've seen too many too many kids get knocked out and potentially die
1: well in my, in my city man they had to stop they used to sell dollar drinks Ooh. at this club and yeah Uh, a guy was stabbed to death, a bouncer knocked the fuck out of a dude and he had cracked his head in the pavement, so they were like, no more dollar drinks, three dollar (laughs) drinks. It's insanity. That was actually one of the reasons I stopped drinking as much as I was because I uh, drove drunk one time I got super fucking loaded, man. And I had to have my car. Like, it was just like, I need right. to get this home. I easily yeah. could have left it, picked it up in the morning, but I was like, no, I need to have it. With a friend of mine, he's laying on the hood of my car, loaded. He goes, he's like, I'll drive, man. He, he, he you know, he's, he's falling all over the place. I'm like, nah, man. I get in the, I put him in the car. I get in the car. I close the door. The only thing I remember, I completely blacked out. The only thing I remember is getting out of my car at home. And I looked at my car and I'm like, Well, he's not there anymore, so I guess I dropped him off. (laughs) Right. I haven't seen him since that day. You just pushed him out of the passenger door. I don't know if he bailed. (laughs) I don't know if he just left. And I just went, that's the most horrifying thing that's ever happened. I could have woke
0: up in a cell with somebody going, you know, you just murdered a family of 10. Or never woke up. Have you ever been in the car when somebody got a DUI? Um, I've been in the car with drunk people I've never gotten pulled. I've never had somebody pull over my buddy in, this is another story in college <laughs> I was such a fucking wreck I was sitting in the passenger seat and I just forced my friend to go <laughs> to to drive us to the deli to get a dutch so we could smoke like four, we had bowls bongs at home but no I need a fucking dutch I yep, don't smoke yep. any other way so we go we're, we're like driving he gets pulled over pretty quickly the cop you know breathalyzes him he's guilty immediately I go I can drive I'm, I think he was underage too I was like I'm the only one of I can drive Can you breathalyze me Just to make sure And the guy's like Alright you know I'll do it He sticks a breathalyzer In my mouth I blow He looks at it Looks at me and goes Not even close And he's <laughs> yeah. like So call somebody You guys gotta get a driver, Or else we A driver Or else we We gotta impound the car It's gonna be like A thousand dollar ticket I'm like okay So we wait there both the cops leave. The cop cars just leave us there, and I'm like, "Well, fuck it," and I just hopped in the <laughs> hopped in the driver's seat and drove the car home. Wow, just risked getting a double DUI in this kid's car because I think he said it would be a thousand dollars. Like I, yeah. I, I convinced myself. In. What? They didn't haul him in? They hauled him in, but they didn't haul his car in. Oh. They just left us in the car with no driver and said, Get somebody to pick you up, and then I just hopped in the driver's seat and just put it on. I wonder on the what line. would've
1: happened if you got picked up again. You know what I mean? If they would have came back and right. saw you drive and just go, That that's it. Now we gotta do something. <laughs> now we're gonna this beat is <laughs> fucking insane. Yeah. What if they, you literally just had like a big propped up? bottle of beer (laughs) driving like fake (laughs) and you're over here steering it no it's not me it's budweiser he's getting us home (laughs) all right mike get the fuck out of the car um yeah man i I only drove that i drove drunk that one time i've been in a lot of cars with drunk people now i won't do it i refuse um but yeah man so when i stopped drinking at like about 19 which is legal in canada I then went to college, and people are getting loaded at 11 in the morning on Mondays. Right. And I'm going to class and, and trying to do stuff, and there, I'm walking past the rooms, and there's, you know, people are passed down on the floors, literally the afternoon. And then people start chirping me, because they're like, they're like, yo, man, come drink with us. I'm like, ah, I'm good. I don't really drink. And they're like, what do you think you're better than us? So now you're getting that shit. Right. But literally, these people, a, a couple of them failed right the fuck out of college. Yeah. Cracked their heads left. Some dude sexually assaulted a woman. He's fucking gone. Yeah, Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Yeah. Drinking did not, uh, it was not good at that time when you've paid a ton of money to actually do something. Right. So I think if you would have done that when you were like 15, 16...
2: But it's also, you're finally away from your parents. There's chicks everywhere that you could be having sex with. Like, I I think that college is kind of a good time to get that out of your system as well. I guess, but
1: there's so much, all I'm saying is there's so much riding on... It's so much money. But you can cruise through college... Here.
2: Your, your bachelor's degree, you can just cruise through that too. Yeah.
0: I think alcohol is
2: actually very it's similar.
0: It's very similar to heroin in the sense that, you know, you you have... A couple of those nights, right, where it's the perfect balance of, say, alcohol, weed, coke, like, whatever you're doing, it's the perfect balance, and you're the most charming version of yourself you've ever been. And for that for that much longer after that, you're chasing that evening. Yeah. You're chasing that perfect balance where you're like, man, if I could get back there, I'd kill it with the girls, I'd be able to, you know, I'm dancing, I'm fucking not, uh, you know, I'm not insecure. It's the best. So I know... That's kind of what I was doing. Like I was chasing those nights that actually went well, and you know I do over, I'd overshoot the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Ketchup drinking is my, was my biggest you know vice. I was terrible at that because I used to wait tables, so I'd show up to parties at like twelve o'clock. Everybody is well lit, but not you know you know not ridiculous. I'd go pound six drinks immediately, pound like a keg stand, do a fucking funnel, and I'd shoot right past everybody and you know, i just be a liability within a half hour of me being at the
2: party. I did the same thing, Canada in college. I worked in a restaurant and I would come back and the party would be going mm-hmm. and I would funnel a six pack as soon as I got back to the house. Right. And then I'd sleepwalk every single time I did that and piss all over the apartment. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: that's one of those reasons I never it's liked ridiculous. I never liked beer. I never got into beer. The first thing I started drinking was rum. And then when beer when people were like, Hey, how about beer? I'm like I gotta drink eight of these to even feel somewhat fucking something, and it also tastes horrible and makes me feel oh, like a deadbeat taste. dad. It's blo- you get bloated and shitty. Personally, I just like hard alcohol. That's yeah. the thing. I it's That's easier That's drinking to, these days. Yeah, I
0: lost I lost like 12 pounds because you know I used to drink beer. Yeah. a couple weeks ago, and then I just stopped and drinking like vodka. If you now. drink
1: beer, you're gonna be one of those dads on the sidelines of a little league game yeah. with your giant super gut <laughs> coming past your skinny little twig arms and while just, you're yelling at your kid to. I Drink a ton to of
0: beer Wait, with your cozy, ne- with your cozy necklace yes. and your fucking bud. But heavy are you also
1: forty-five? No. See, there you go. One me, day this will all catch up.
0: Let Let me ask you this: what are What do you think are the What do you think is the special? blend of like adrenaline, beer, whatever it is that allows you sometimes to drink 30 drinks and not feel that drunk. Like you ever have those drinks, yeah. those nice. There was mm-hmm. one time where I funneled, and I'm not even exaggerating, I funneled 23 beers. It was Jenny Cream Ale, but so it's not that like, it's not 7% alcohol. I think it's like, you know, a typical Bud Light or whatever, but 23 should put anybody, you know, in the ground. And you were still standing. And staying. I was f- not only still standing, thriving. Thriving. My buddy tried to follow me. He drank 18. He got arrested that night. Just came out of a of a bar just with a drink, just thinking that that was cool, and then handed the cops his fake ID. The the fake ID I gave him too. So you know, it didn't get me in trouble. But what do you think it is that sometimes allows your body to just either process it better or or not affect?
1: You know, sometimes you hear a story about like a, a a mother. Her kid will get trapped under a car and she'll just pick that car up and throw it off of her kid. I think it's that same sort of deal. For whatever reason, you know, that night you're just like that's it, man. This is the night. This is yeah. the party. I'm going. And your body's just like, feeling. I'm with you, man. Let's yeah. do 75. Let's go 75 fucking drinks. You're good.
0: Yeah. And then there's other nights where I'll drink two beers and I feel the chemistry in my body change immediately. I'm like, my, my speech gets lit. La- the first thing that goes for me is my speech because I'm kind of a lazy person. So if I talk while I'm drunk, like my tongue will just kind of get caught up uh-huh. and I just won't feel like lifting it. And my speech is just like this. Like, that's how you know I'm drunk. Uh-huh. And it's, you know, that so that's the first thing. And then you know everything else motor skills follow suit i'm um i'm having a good time drinking
1: again i had a couple drinks the other day like I'm, oh, yeah? I'm starting to yeah man i'm back to um like same kind of deal you were saying when i was like 22 i used to go to people's parties and before i'd go get some rum or whatever and i'd feel awful about it because i'm like my mom drank my dad drank i've seen so much of this shit now i'm like yo man i'm just gonna have a couple drinks and i'm cool i like having right. it i love holding a drink and yelling i love that <laughs> fucking <laughs> oh, pirate awesome. aspect i love that yeah. fucking shit Um, Do you
0: think there's something to that where people... (laughs) Do you think there's something to that where, like, people... Because I know a lot of comics or just even people in general have quit drinking when they're, like, 17, 18 years old. Yeah. And it's like, that's almost like... You know, maybe take a break, but that doesn't mean you have the disease. Like, that just means you fucked up when you were a kid. Like, alcohol has been around for a long time, so you're almost disrespecting the invention of alcohol That's by not giving it enough time to kind of, you know, see if it fits.
1: I, well, I mean, I went, too,
0: I went too hard both ways. I drank too
1: hard, and then I quit too hard. Yeah. Um, and I quit to do this. Like, I was like, I just wanted to focus on comedy and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but yeah, there's no reason to just throw any one thing away. I'd be like, I'm not, I'm going to eat healthy. So every time I see a bag of Doritos, I'm going to light it on fire. You right. Know I mean, like, just or don't. slap it out of somebody's hand. Yes. You
2: need a cheat day sometimes, you know? Cheat day. Need a cheat
1: day. Um, well, I mean, so what do we, I mean, we talked drinking. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a bunch of stories we're talking pedophiles I
2: mean we learn there's a middle ground you know what I mean like you've matured a lot I, I feel and uh-huh. like you understand like how you how alcohol works best with you yeah I will and say that's this important dude
1: you ever go to an AA meeting
2: no I've been um,
1: me too with my, my dad my, used to take me when yes, I was a kid my mother really? I went a couple times I always thought it was interesting even at that time that they were always like give your alcoholism up to God I always thought that Oops. was interesting I'm like that's the only thing you're allowed to give up to God like your debt that's you yeah. You deal with that. Your bad relationships, you, bro. But you can't stop drinking. God, he's got that one.
0: You ever hear it's that weird. Stanhope bit no. about AA? He says it's the only fucking medical science that relies on God. Yes. It's 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 like a disease, yet it's cured by a higher power. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's it's it, my dad also took me when I was in college. He took me to an AA meeting just to kind of like, you know, show me what's up. But the thing is. I was there and I was like, these people are proving I don't have an issue. I don't do blow at 6 a.m. and then drink a little before class and then go to lunch and have a few more drinks and then do a little more Coke at class and then go, you know, right after class and do more drinks and blow. And it's like, that's not my life. So are you just proving that I don't have a problem?
1: Are you telling me right now that when you wake up, you don't hear this? <laughs> <laughs> and instantly put your nose into a pile of blow? Is that what you're telling me? Because every morning when I get that up, just made it is... me want to. Doesn't it? If yeah. you heard that it, it first thing in the morning, you're just like... Oh,
0: blow! <laughs> Bump in Hollywood. But I do think this. This is like my eighth <laughs> year of drinking, and I think that I'm just starting to find my voice. In drinking. Like, I'm trying, yeah. I'm, try- I'm finding it's the middle ground. I'm finding what kind of drinker I really am uh-huh. and going to be. I'm not, you know, at first I'm trying to be the shock comic slash shock drinker, and I'm getting so hammered that, you know, I'm just scaring people. And then eventually it goes the extreme the opposite way. And then eventually, you know, it's a middle ground. Yeah.
1: Um, and this is your eighth year of drinking? Yeah. This is also the 20th episode <laughs> of Positive Anger. And I think we figured it out. We'd all agree that um, the drinking age should be a little bit lower. Yes. Yeah. Uh, definitely in a free country like this one 12 years old. 12 years old. Uh, nine years old. Fill that bottle with vodka. <laughs> Suck on that kid. Um, yeah, all right. Well, thank you guys very much for listening. Thank Mike Cannon. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you, you very much Thanks for coming Cannon. in. Um, plugs, you got deep, to...
0: Deep inside the rabbit hole. Uh, check out uh, I Am Mike Cannon and uh, Headline in Caroline, September 9th. Awesome. Uh, That's my birthday. Wanna... Is it? Yes. You want to do a birthday hug on stage? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sure. Um,
1: anyways that's great man Caroline's uh, September 9th that's fucking awesome yeah
0: yeah, that'll be fun so come out to that if you like drinking stories and mushrooms and if you like my birthday yeah
1: come to my birthday on that night (laughs) I'm just fucking around Uh, John
2: Uh, yeah check out all of our shows at standupnylabs.com especially deep inside the rabbit hole
1: um. Uh, well, that makes me feel a certain kind of way because I think you should uh, <laughs> check out this one. Uh, they're already here. On, I feel like uh, they're uh, already I'm, here. God, that's so funny. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, Positive Anger, you can find it on iTunes. Um, you can tweet at me at uh, Nathan Macintosh. Also, check us out on Swell Audio App, podcast. podcast. Uh, it's a Pandora for podcasts. And uh, yeah, man, you got any comments, questions, uh, reviews? Uh, type them out on the thing. Send them to iTunes or tweet them at me and I will respond with either love or hate or (laughs) thank you guys for listening see you next week